Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Unscripted, presented by Be Unique Magazine, because an authentic life is unscripted. Be Unique is a 501c3 charity that works today to change tomorrow. Learn more at our website, beunique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Did you know that Be Unique is a free, non-profit publication? We work today to change tomorrow by bringing you truly amazing guests like the one we'll introduce tonight and by highlighting stories about people all over the world who will astound you. The free digital version is available 24-7 at BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Welcome to our show. Thank you for joining us, everybody. I am Mary Brotherton. I'm your host for tonight's Unscripted, and my guest tonight is Heidi Toby. Heidi is a holistic health coach who focuses on the complete individual to get to the root causes of their challenges, and she works with them to bring balance through natural, holistic strategies. Welcome to the show, Heidi. Hey, thank you. You're very welcome. So I know that uh, we talked briefly about how you focus through the lens of functional medicine. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Okay, sure. Well, um, first of all, I'm a, just a holistic health coach, and I've been doing that for a few years now. But uh, recently, well, in the past year, I've decided to add some functional medicine training to that practice uh, because I feel that it gives me um, more, it's given me a lot more insight into how to help people turn disease around naturally, holistically, and it's um, now I'm I'm not a doctor, but I can educate people and help them to learn more about their bodies and finding what functional medicine does is it focuses on finding the root cause of disease and illness and disease. Um, in in the body and just finding just looking upstream to the root cause and treating that rather than how traditional medicine just puts a band-aid on symptoms and masks the symptoms just to make you feel better which doesn't really help the problem so through functional medicine I will help people to understand what exactly are the dynamics that are going on in their body what are the deficiencies that are causing the issues that they're having problems with and through that, it, it could be something just in their diet. It could be in, you know, just mean, you know, getting enough sleep, um, drinking pure, clean water. There could be very simple things that can make a huge difference in their lives. So through the functional medicine lens, meaning that we're just looking at the digging down to find the root cause and to find the, the simplest, most basic way to make improvements. Now, you mentioned the, um, the, the need for pure, clean water. How yes. do you, rec- how do you um, suggest people get absolutely clean water? 
What do you do? Um, well, first of all, pure clean water as opposed to, um, you know, like sugar-sweetened beverages and juices, ah. sodas. Um, and also, if you can put a filter on your tap water, that would be great. If you could drink um, spring water, that's fine, too. Uh, maybe one of the best ways is just putting a simple filter on your on your faucet in your house. It's inexpensive. Um, it filters out not everything, but it does clean it up quite a bit. And as far as like bottled water goes, we usually like to steer away from you know the plastics uh, and to drink mostly out of you know stainless steel or glass because you don't have any leaching of toxins from plastics into your water. Uh, so that's why I like to suggest mainly just putting a filter on your water. And, you know, and not drinking out, and just, go ahead. I was gonna say not drinking out of plastic also helps ease some of the plastic pollution that we're dealing with these days too. Exactly, it's a win-win situation. It, it's better for our bodies. It uh, reduces the amount of toxins that we're taking in. And like you said, also helps uh, clean up the landfills or, or not add to them anyway. Exactly. Um, so I had a question and it just disappeared Perfect. from my brain. I, I love it that time <laughs> of night. Um, I know that one of your areas of expertise is working with people with digestive issues, right? Right, right. That was probably one of my, my first loves. So, um, and you, you also work with people with blood sugar management and sustainable weight loss. I would think that would kind of be a hand-in-hand -hand situation. Um, yeah, actually, really everything is interconnected, which is another tenet of functional medicine, is that there's so much interconnectedness in the body. We're not individual systems. We're a combination of all the different systems of our body, you know, your endocrine system, your digestive system, your nervous system, you know, every system works in tandem with each other. You can't do anything to one system without it affecting all the others. So uh, digestive health is really one of the, the root of the beginning of disease in the body, a lot of that comes in through our digestive system. That's like one of the most important things to keep healthy, but that in turn affects every other part of our body too. So uh, the, I, it's, the whole interconnectedness is mm -hmm. um, one thing that conventional medicine doesn't really look at. I agree. Um, I actually had a similar situation where I, I just was unwell and I found someone who was more holistic, and I started adding certain foods and eliminating others, and I found out mm -hmm. that food is a good medicine. Yes, and the fact exactly. that it tastes so good it just makes it even better. Yeah. You know, as a, I think most people have heard that quote by Hippocrates that, you know, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Yes. And he, um, and he also said that, you know, uh, you know, all you know, health begins in the gut and disease begins in the gut. And I mean, that was ages and ages ago. And we're just now kind of starting to catch up with that idea or we're getting back to that idea. I think people are getting tired of being just sick and unhealthy all the time. 
and we're starting to look back towards just the simpler solutions. And and that all and some of the basics are just eating well, sleeping well, and just and being happy. Joy in the in your life is also a major component of your health. So how would you suggest somebody who's not happy get happy? <laughs> yeah, well, it's certainly not that simple and it it depends on the person the individual you need to look at well what is it that's making you unhappy um one one kind of little exercise to do is to ask yourself what would you do what changes would you make in your life if on a day-to-day basis if you found out that you had five years left to live. Um, And that makes people think about, you know, so it's not like really drastic changes, but if you thought that your life was, you know, you only had five years left, you know, what kind of differences would you make? Would you stay in the job that you're in now? Or would you maybe start looking towards something that makes you happier? Would you stay in your relationships now? Are there some hobbies and things you really enjoy that you, you know, just pushed aside that maybe you could get back to? And it's not something that you have to do immediately right away, but like over the course of the next five years, what are the things that you want to make sure you incorporate into your life? And it can be just small changes. You know, Heidi, I think if I had only five years left to to live, I'd hire a maid. (laughs) (laughs) that would make me so happy to not have to worry about doing housework or or dealing with the mundane things Um, and it's so funny because I was talking to someone recently, it was a gentleman actually and he he does um, housework he cleans people's houses and he says it gives him such joy to know that he's making their home cleaner and healthier yeah, and there I you go. And I think a lot of happiness has to do with your perspective. Exactly. That That's why it's so individual. It's not just one clear-cut answer. You really have to just, you know, ask yourself as an individual. You know, nobody can tell you what makes you happy. You just need to really think. And it can be just small things. Maybe you enjoy gardening. Um, so maybe – so. And if you don't have a garden, but it's something that you would always wanted to do, yeah, maybe just plant a few herbs and, and start that way. But just small little incremental changes. And, but you really should add something to your life, you know, every, every week, every day, even, you know, would be even better. That it's something just for yourself that makes you happy. It could be just, you know, taking a, a bubble bath at the end of the day, you know, or setting aside, you know, 30 minutes or an hour to to read if you enjoy reading but making some time for yourself and space for yourself and giving yourself some self-care because if you don't care for yourself then you're not gonna be able to care for anyone else that is so true right and we call that kind of like vitamin j is joy it's such a huge component in our lives our mental state is just as important as our physical state yeah, because if you if you're so sick and tired of living, then you have no joy for life. And if you have no joy for mm-hmm. life, you can't get up and go. And if you can't can't, you know, it's a big circle. If you can't get up and go, then you, you know, it just um, kind of exacerbates one on top of the other. Right. 
and and you're and it's putting wear and tear on your body too if you're in a if you're depressed or you know suffer anxiety that's putting stress on your body and is it's not helping you for um your 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 wellness you know you're probably going to be more susceptible to illness you know getting colds more often uh you know and then it just escalates and and can become worse and worse exactly exactly so if um if you had someone who came to you with say they had a, a digestive issue you would not treat me the same way that you might would treat Jennifer or Johnny or Joseph right. would no absolutely not i mean we we may all have a lot of things in common as far as you know we all have we all have a digestive system. We all have hearts and blood flow. And, you know, there's some basic things to being a human being that's common to all of us. But beyond that, there are so many more things that make us individuals. And there are like a, thousands of different things about me that make me different than you. And so it's, it really is a matter of looking at your lifestyle, um, looking at, you know, not just the food you eat, but looking at your relationships looking at your happiness, um, you know, are you under a lot of stress at work? Are you, you know, taking any time for some exercise? You know, how are you eating and not, and how are you sleeping? That's another really big thing is you, you want to look at not just something called your eating hygiene. It's, not, you know, what you eat, how you eat, where you eat, when you eat, and also your sleep. How much sleep are you getting? How well rested are you? Uh, so it, and all of these things will play into if you have, you know, if you're constipated. There are so many things that can be contributing to your constipation. It's just, it's not just a matter of, well, just, you know, take some magnesium and that'll cure that. You really need to look at, it could be stress, could be causing constipation. It could be um, a, a magnesium deficiency could be causing it. So we really need to look at everything about an individual person and have conversations so I meet with people just one-on-one -on -one so we can get to know each other. I get to know a lot about them. Um, we spend an hour just talking about them and the, all the aspects of their lives. So we can you know, start piecing some the puzzle pieces together and find out there may be a lot of things involved in, you know, all coming together as a perfect storm. And it's just, yeah. you really just need to start piecing it all together. Heidi, I'm going to take a little break. When we come back, I want to continue talking about sleep. I've got a couple of questions for you. Okay, great. If you like the show tonight, let us know. Call 321-417-4309 or email mary at beunique.org to ask how you can sponsor the show. It's simple and doesn't have to cost much at all. Visit BeUnique.org for even more details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E.org. Join the global world changers who already know how BeUnique helps bring together like-minded humans who are making the world a better place. Read the magazine and blog posts, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, and visit our social media from one location and let's work together change tomorrow by finding solutions today. Visit BeUnique.org to learn more. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. 
Welcome back, everybody. Tonight, we're talking with Heidi Toby, a holistic health coach, and we've been talking about digestion and uh, functional medicine, and we've also been talking about sleep. Heidi, the reason I said I wanted to come back to this is I actually know, well, I know, well, my oldest son has narcolepsy, and I have two friends who have um, insomnia. So I know they don't all eat the same foods. They're in different houses, all three of them. But what would you say um, to, would be important for these people um, to start maybe getting a sleep routine? Or how would they, um, before they start going and spending a lot of money with doctors, how would they help themselves? Okay, well, um, basically, well, I, I I can't speak to narcolepsy. Um, uh -huh. That's um, yeah, that's a little bit beyond my scope of practice. But for people <laughs> who just have your your general sleep issues, and I think the majority of the population has sleep issues, quote unquote, where they either um, they have trouble getting to sleep or they have trouble staying asleep. Will wake up multiple times during the night, or maybe both or in they're waking up too early and just not feeling rested. Maybe they're sleeping seven or eight hours, but it's restless sleep, and they just wake up not feeling like they got a good night's sleep. So there are uh, lots of, you know, little things that you can do to try to make sure that you, you know, give yourself every opportunity to get a good night's sleep. Um, having a consistent bedtime, not staying up really late. Uh, try to get to bed as early as you can. Well, whatever works with your schedule, don't force yourself to stay up. And like what, things like watching TV, um, work, you know, on your computer or your laptop, um, you know, these things stimulate your brain and make it more difficult for you to fall asleep. So it's recommended that you, you know, like stop all, don't check your email, you know, get off the phone, um, all electronics off at least an hour before you go to bed. Start winding down, dim the lights in the house, and uh, set your and have a regular schedule. Try to set yourself up for going to bed around the same time, you know, every night, even on the weekends. And it uh, sometimes a, um, a a warm bath helps some people to relax. Epsom salts are uh, good for relaxing your muscles. Uh, maybe Epsom salt and a few drops of lavender essential oil in the bath mm. can help, you know, relax, you know, prepare you for sleep. You could try drinking herbal tea. Uh, sleepy time tea is really good, something without any caffeine. And, and also, uh, depending on your sensitivity to caffeine, make sure you're not drinking caffeine later in the day. Uh, you may find that you might need to stop drinking any caffeinated beverages as early as noon. Maybe limit your coffee and tea just to the morning hours. And mm -hmm. uh, some people are extra, extra sensitive that the caffeine will stay within their body and be stimulating them for a good 12 hours after they've had a cup of coffee. Uh, those are things know, to think about, too. I know a woman who won't eat chocolate after noon. Right. Because right, of the yeah, caffeine chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's uh, substances in in chocolate that are stimulatory, and some people could handle drinking a cup of coffee before bed, but not chocolate, because it's a different 
it's not just the caffeine. There's different substances in the in the chocolate that cause that stimulating effect. Um, also, the temperature of your room plays a part. If the, if your room is too warm, it can make it difficult to sleep. Uh, you could have, um, I mean, make sure your room is dark. And uh, having a TV in your room playing while you're trying to sleep really doesn't help for a quality deep sleep either. And if you're, and also maybe try to not drink a lot right before bed. Maybe that, you know, a cup of herbal tea before bed would be fine, but not eating and not drinking a lot within maybe two to three hours before going to bed. Let Make sure that your your last meal has fully digested before you lay down and go to sleep because that's also another thing that just keeps your body working. Sleep is a time for regeneration, and your body doesn't need to be working on digestion when it, it, this is when it's working on other things, repairing in your body happens during sleep. Um, like I said, also, uh, you're keeping your room a little bit cooler, if that's possible. Um, it helps with sleep. And um, oh, I had something else that just, like, flew out of my mind. Well, um, I'll tell you two things, and then I've got a, a, a question that maybe it'll help your thought come back. Um, I tease my husband. He likes the bedroom, especially cold at night. And I tease mm-hmm. him that I have to go to the tundra and, um, <laughs> you know, the icy tundra when I'm going to bed. But yeah. I'm a, I'm, I don't relish the cool as much as he does. I actually end up having to sleep under a blanket. And he thinks it's hilarious because here we are in Florida and I'm under a fleece blanket until, until I do go to sleep and then I end up kicking it off. Um, yeah, but I was gonna. I I already know the answer, but I'd like to hear your take on it. What about the people who say, "Well, I'm just gonna have a little cocktail before I go to bed because it helps me relax." A a little cocktail can help you relax. However, any more than that actually has the opposite effect. It may help you to relax, but alcohol has been shown to wake you up later in night. So you you might fall asleep but you're going to have trouble staying asleep if you have maybe more than now like the everybody is different some have a higher tolerance to it than others but just in general maybe a glass of wine in the evening is not going to affect your sleep a bottle of wine might affect your sleep and some people might be more sensitive and just two two glasses of wine they fall asleep and then they find their, themselves waking up you know 2 hours later um other things that uh, can cause you to wake up during the night could be, um, you know, a, a lack of you know, um, an issue with producing serotonin. Uh, serotonin helps you to stay asleep. It helps to keep producing melatonin. Melatonin is what helps you to fall asleep. Um, your brain starts producing melatonin as the sun goes down. It's you know just how our how we've evolved over time it's in our dna to start producing melatonin after the sun goes down so that we can sleep and then as the sun starts to come up ideally we start producing cortisol to help us wake up in the morning and some people i mean you might be on you know working a night shift and that's going to really throw a monkey wrench in things Um, but if your body is having trouble producing enough melatonin or serotonin, the precursor to melatonin, that'll affect 
sleep issues too. That's why some people find that maybe taking a supplement of melatonin, um, small amounts, always start small, um, smaller the better, and take the minimum dose that you need. Too much can have the opposite effect. And um, and if you and if you're under a lot of stress, and it's another thing that helps to you know, to try to unwind, maybe some meditation, um, journaling, gratitude journaling before bed too, helps you to relax, um, evoking that parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and digest nervous system. It's our calm. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.